Hey, 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 this is the time of the week for the Q&A. This is Brittany Dixon. Thanks for joining. Hey there, and welcome to Courageous Radiance Podcast. My name is Brittany Dixon. Welcome to a Q&A Wednesday. I'm so thankful that you are here. If you are new here, welcome, friend. I'm so glad that you're tuning in and listening. If you have listened to a Q&A session before, just regularly listen to, to the podcast, I'm, I'm so thankful for you for the one time to the to the 80 times that, that, you've, that you've shown up. I really think that this is an opportunity through this podcast to really make God's name great. And I think, I have to be honest, I think there was a level of this podcasting, blogging piece that it was like purpose and God's calling for me. And, you know, somehow it was about me and what I had planned for it. And it's been a a shift little by little. And now when I think about from two years ago till now, to me, this is all about God. Like everything I'm doing is really about God. What do you want me to do and why um, or how can I obey you faithfully well? So um, this podcast is 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 one of those vehicles in, in order to do that. So I I'm grateful when this does bless you because it blesses me in in being obedient and just digging in his word together so before i say the question just you can dm me courageous readings um on instagram as if you have a question that you would love to ask or share and sometimes i get questions and i ask the person is this something you want me to share publicly on the podcast obviously not with your name and some people are like, yes, no, maybe so type thing. So it's something that doesn't have to necessarily show up in this setting. But then also CourageousRadiance.com is the blog. There's a section there to contact me. And I would greatly enjoy the ability to do that and to talk to you through that. As well as if you join the email list, there's just some cool things for you, some resources for you, for your, just your equipping and your ability to get anchored in the word. So question how do I pray for my spouse, even if I'm mad at him? This is such an honest question, and I'm really grateful that she asked it in, in, in just so much authenticity because, you know, it's not just putting on the mask and my marriage is great. And let me just snap this, you know, beautiful, perfectly lit, you know, makeup, outfit, everything's, you know, amazing with my spouse, but what about those days that don't look like an Instagram-worthy time or season? Bump a day. Like, what if it's like months where it's like, I legitimately don't like this person. I love, but don't like them. So, I mean, let's not even just isolate this just to marriage. How do you pray for somebody like you just don't like or somebody you're just upset with, right? Or, um, or, Or somebody, like when you think about your boss or if it's a if it's a difficult time in in parenting or or anything i mean i think this is just a great question in so many in so many ways but specifically for marriage i will say just a, because this is meant to be shorter just a quick elevator story um my marriage was horrible and i've met I've met a many number of people whose marriage was even worse than mine. So like, let's not Richter scale this. This is, you know, my testimony per se, but um, everybody has a spectrum of where your story, where 
meets God per se. But for my marriage, that was a good decade of time. And somewhere around year, let's call it three or four, three or four, that is when God started to really turn my heart to have more an affinity to God than it was to fix my husband. More of a, Brittany, how are you walking in alignment with God? How are you doing ask to the Lord? As Ephesians 5, says, how are you setting yourself up knowing that one day at the end of your life, you're going to be standing before God and, and holding an account for your life and not Eddie, Eddie, point of finger, Eddie, point of finger, Eddie. So that, that was a slow trickle process. Honestly, now this side of it, I can see the things that God was doing. But I say that to say that it was at the height of, of the most difficult season that God really taught me how to pray. And, and y'all, this was a time that like I legitimately did not like my husband. I, I mean, I, I'm going to go on the record and say, I, I, and this isn't just me saying this because I say this with my husband when we're, when we're talking to other couples and stuff. So <laughs> I do have permission to say this from him. So, um, and, and I'm not even, and I'm actually kind of really ashamed. I mean, I mean, not ashamed and there is no condemnation in Christ, but I, I actually feel, I think broken would be a better word that I literally felt this bad for anybody, let alone my husband. You know what I mean? Like knowing that I am one of the people who Jesus had to hang and die a horrible death for, yet I pridefully was elevating my husband's sin and his mess and his junk above mine. So let me get to the verse, the scripture verse. So where I really want to tackle this, this was a, um, I think in 2017, uh, a sermon from Francis Chan. And he talked about how to pray. And, and, and this wasn't specifically about marriage, but in its today for the application of marriage. But Ephesians 3, and I'm going to start in verse 16. And I'm going to go to verse 19. I pray that he may grant you according to the riches of his glory to be strengthened with power in your inner being through his spirit and that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith. I pray that you being rooted and firmly established in love may be able to comprehend with all the saints what is the length and width, height and depth of God's love and to know Christ's love that surpasses knowledge so that you may be filled with all the fullness of God. When I think of even that verse 19, that filled with all the fullness, like y'all, that's, that's crazy. And, and then just even when, when I think about surpassing, like how can you have a knowledge that or or just an understanding of love at this level except by Christ because it's it what he's essentially saying is there's no amount of podcast or or sermons that you're going to sit through or even if you're studying the bible very very adamantly i mean are it's or diligently 
this is this is a a knowledge that is impossible in human effort and see i being a type of person i am i don't like to hear that because i want to be the doer the mover the shaker the figure outer the researcher the extra that's what i want to do and be right i want to check some boxes and this is like oh no 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 god i can in my own self effort and this this verse is like this surpasses knowledge like essentially you you don't even have the capacity the bandwidth in your human ability to love at this level it surpasses any knowledge it surpasses any effort so when you like feeling bad and down on yourself you know because you can't do it you're really not supposed to be able to know how to do it that's the purpose of christ and when i when i remember again this was years ago but the reason why it when i was really praying for how to answer this question i love to be able to i would love and even back then when i think past tense and even present just to be able to say wow if i can just put my if my husband and i can just go to like one more marriage conference if we can just you know um pray three times a day together do this study um have sex four times a week we if i make this very prescriptive right very check the box like a formula this is how i'm gonna fix the marriage this is how i'm gonna fix my husband if i oh my husband's love language is as affirmation i am going to affirm affirm 80 times i'm gonna figure out this is the one and only thing i do miss about i'm now an apple user but i do miss the spell android the one credit androids that i give otherwise i don't miss android but i miss being able to schedule a text message listen that can save a marriage to just be able to especially since i work um i work less but i still work nights man i because you have like downtime and i just was like an amazing wife just being able to schedule a text message at two in the morning that would go off later because somehow like it'll be my intention to do it but then i forget but anyways the point is that even on my best day putting together pulling out all of my best effort this ability to love let alone to pray and then a whole other level pray for somebody who's really on your last nerves friend i want to encourage you that your ability to do it is going to require as as that um, 17th verse said for you to be rooted in god or if i think about anchored rooted and so rooted and established in in christ's love so you know if you think about this tree that's going through this storm this this very dense you know been there for a, a long long time tree if it's got some deep roots man it don't matter how cold it gets it doesn't matter how hot it gets it doesn't matter if there's going to be this new beehive taking nest it doesn't matter what is going on in its environmental shift that tree is not moving moving it is rooted where it is so our root system think about john 15 around about verse four i believe four to seven that jesus is like you have to abide in me so you're abiding or another word remaining being connected 
sitting with me, just completely immersing yourself in Jesus is going to be your ability to pray. So I love this verse. Um, and, and it actually starts even higher than that um, in verse 14. But for nothing else on your worst day, just take this verse 14 all the way through 19 and pray this for your husband. Like if you don't have a prayer because you just ain't got it. Okay. That's honest. God, God already knows anyways. And I love um, that you're being honest with it. So, I mean, goodness, your heavenly father who loves you beyond anyone else love is going to be so thankful and that you are having the faith to trust him in your weakness. Um, because in your weakness, that's that's where he's made powerful, as Paul talks about in 2 Corinthians um, 12. But for nothing else, I would take scriptures, not just this one, but I would take scriptures and pray those specific scriptures if I ain't got it on that day. And this is such a powerful prayer. You're literally not just praying that your husband stops looking at porn. I mean, please stop, right? But that's not the prayer necessarily. You're not just praying that your husband stops cheating on you. You're not just praying that your husband is nice to you or is, or, or is thoughtful or um, becomes a better provider or a better leader or loves Jesus more, goes to church with you, better father, whatever fill in the blank that God already knows. That's not necessarily, it's not that you can't pray that and, it's, and that doesn't necessarily, let that be your desire, but see, when you're praying for him to be filled, as that verse says, with all the fullness of, of, of Jesus, of the Holy Spirit in him, listen, you can almost like just sit back and let God be God. So, yes, do you still think about it? And yes, are you still wrestling with things? Yes. But see, that's where God shifted me. So if God would have just given me a fixed husband when I asked God to fix my husband, I would have really missed the, diff, the, the character development, the endurance, the perseverance. And just at the end of the day, my own relationship with God, if God would have just been like a genie and fixed my husband, right? Because fixing my husband, air quote, fixing him, which I never could and, and can't, that's not the goal. The goal, the win is for him to be filled, like overflowing filled so that the Holy Spirit. So even if he does drift to the left or even if it is a bad day and he's talking to you crazy or whatever the case may be, he's so filled with the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit will tell him like, I don't know if the Holy Spirit ever talks to you, but many times I'm like, OK, I get it. I'm sorry. <laughs> like, I'm, you know, just it's it's a constant and it's not in. It's, it's not in condemnation. It's just like, okay, you got to do better. I love you, but let's do better. So that's what, that's also what you want for your husband. So that's a long answer. But so the, the, the quick synopsis is get some scripted prayers. Um, Psalms is another great area for that, but this one I definitely wanted to share in Ephesians. Um, and then, um, second would just be what, what is the win? and goal currently and how might God be doing something different that could lead to what you're praying for but in a different way 
I mean, God has almost like made me stale to things that I used to pray for. And I don't even want those things anymore just by him changing my heart or I still want them in my husband. But God, I'm so over I'm filled with by God that it's not that that's not my desire. It's just that I don't necessarily need that from my husband. So now my relationship with my husband is not I need this from him. I need God. And now I get to be with my husband and I get to share this life with him. So I pray, friend, that that blesses you and encourages you. Thank you so much for joining the Wednesday Q&A, and I'll see y'all here next week. Thank you so much for joining the Q&A time this week. I pray that this has been a time that you've been equipped and encouraged in Jesus Christ and in his word. If you have a question to share or a comment, please reach out to me. It would be a great honor, and I know that it would be a blessing to someone else that we can share the next Q&A. You can head to the blog, CourageousRadiance.com, as well as on Instagram at CourageousRadiance. Girl, get an anchor, and I pray that you remain in Jesus Christ this week ahead.